From the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel, with the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents the Daily TV Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, the friendship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Welcome to the celebration of this daily televised Mass. I am Father Michael Kutz. The televising of this Mass is made possible by a contribution from three donors. The first are Len Gillis and Claudia Smith Gillis from Toronto, Ontario for prayers and their intentions. The second is an anonymous donor from St. Catharines, Ontario, in thanksgiving for graces received and for family and friends living and deceased. The third is Aldea Gervais from Gatineau, Quebec, in loving memory of her husband, Fred, for the intentions of her children and grandchildren and in thanksgiving for the, for the daily televised Mass. Our thanks to the donors for the gift of this Mass. And today is also a special day for me. I remember my brother Victor, who died two months ago of a heart of failure. He would have celebrated his 76th birthday today. He was married two weeks after my ordination to the priesthood. And in two years, we had planned to have a double golden anniversary. As they say in Guyana, God spare life. But God had other plans. May he rest in peace. And now, as we celebrate this Eucharist, let us ask the Lord to forgive us our sins and to shower us with the abundance of graces he promised at the time of the resurrection. You were sent to heal the contrite, Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners, Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us, Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. God of hope and light of the sincere, we humbly entreat you to dispose our hearts to offer you worthy prayer and ever to extol you by dutiful proclamation of your praise through Christ our Lord. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. The apostles were being questioned by the high priest before the council, but a Pharisee in the council named Gamaliel, a teacher of the law, respected by all the people, stood up and ordered the apostles to be put outside for a short time. Then he said to the members of the council, fellow Israelites, consider carefully what you propose to do to these men. For some time ago, Thutis rose up claiming to be somebody and a number of men about 400 joined him, but he was killed, and all who followed him were dispersed and disappeared. After him, Judas the Galilean rose up at the, at the time of the census and got people to follow him. He also perished, and all who followed him were scattered. So in the present case, I tell you, keep away from these men and let them alone, because if this plan or this undertaking is of human origin, it will fail. But if it is of God, you will not be able to overthrow them. 
In that case, you may even be found fighting against God. They were convinced by him, and when they had called in the apostles, they had them flogged. Then they ordered them not to speak in the name of Jesus, and they let them go. As they left the council, the apostles rejoiced that they were considered worthy to suffer dishonor for the sake of the name. And every day in the temple and at home, they did not cease to teach and proclaim Jesus as the Messiah. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, Lord. 
Jesus went to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, also called the Sea of Tiberias. A large crowd kept following him because they saw the sign that he was doing for the sick. Jesus went up the mountain and sat down there with his disciples. Now the Passover festival of the Jews was near. When he looked up and saw a large crowd coming toward him, Jesus said to Philip, where are we to buy bread for these people to eat? He said this to test him, for he himself knew what he was going to do. Philip answered him, six months' wages would not buy enough bread for each of them to get a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, there is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. But what are they among so many people? Jesus said, make the people sit down. Now there was a great deal of grass in that place, so they sat down, about 5,000 in all. Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated, so also the fish, as much as they wanted. When they were satisfied, he told his disciples, gather up the fragments left over so that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up. From the fragments of five barley loaves left by those who had eaten, they filled 12 baskets. When the people saw the sign that he had done, they began to say, this indeed, this is indeed the prophet who is to come into the world. When Jesus realized that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, he withdrew again to the mountain by himself. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In the Old Testament, we hear Moses very often saying to the Lord, show me your face. I want to see you face by face. In our gospel today, the miracle of the multiplication of loaves and fishes, they are preceded by three encounters of Jesus face to face. In chapter 4, he meets the woman in Sikar in Samaria. She doesn't know who he is. There is an encounter face to face and her life is changed entirely. Not only that, she becomes an apostle, a missionary to speak about Jesus. Soon after that, Jesus is in Galilee and he encounters a centurion who knows about him but is not a believer. Jesus has an encounter with him face to face. And then there is a change in his life. There's peace in mind for him, and there's health in body for his son, his servant. And then Jesus goes up to Jerusalem at Bethsaida. He meets a man who has no idea who Jesus is. He has been a cripple there for 38 years. Another encounter with Jesus face to face, and his life changes entirely. 2,000 years later, as we read these stories, we see the power and the glory of Jesus, the razzle-dazzle. And now we come to an encounter of 5,000 people. It's not an encounter face to face. There are a whole group of people. Jesus does not encounter them on one-to-one. -one. 
and the whole scene changes. Jesus is no longer in charge. It's a crowd that is demanding the situation to be dealt with. It is the crowd that is setting the tone. And then we see the very human side of Jesus. Jesus who came to serve. Jesus the Good Shepherd. Jesus who would wash the feet of the apostles. Jesus who was there at the service of others. And we see the humanity of Jesus. There are so many lessons that you and I can learn from here. Jesus had told the apostles in the first place, when you go out, do not carry a purse, do not carry a haversack, no extra tunic. And Jesus was living it out himself. He had no purse, he had no haversack, he had nothing to feed these people. And then there was the second lesson. Here we had Jesus and his 12 apostles, and they have five loaves and two fish. They're not even enough to feed the apostles and Jesus himself. How are they to feed 5,000 people? And we remember Paul saying, as he traveled from Philippi to Berea to uh, Thessalonica, then down to Athens and then to Corinth, there are times when I have plenty there are times when I have little. There are times when I have eaten. There are times when I've gone hungry. He learned this from Jesus. Jesus and his 12 apostles with five miserable barley loaves and fish. And then Jesus says, how are we going to feed them? And Philip says, even if we had six months wages, now you can do the map yourself, 12 people, six months wages. We won't have enough to feed them. Between Jesus and his apostles, they did not have two shekels. No, not two shekels, two agarot to rub together. Jesus was living out what he was constantly preaching. Jesus was human. And finally, we have Jesus over there he is hungry, so he knows what it means for the 5,000 in front of him to be hungry. He could remember the time when he and his apostles were passing through the fields. They were so hungry that on a Sabbath day that they would take grains from the field <coughs> and eat, much to the chagrin of the uh, scribes and the Pharisees. They are not doing, they are doing something that they are not allowed on the Sabbath. And Jesus knew what it meant to be hungry. Jesus would tell his apostles, you want to follow me? Well, the foxes have holes and the birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. And if you go, eat what they put before you. And so Jesus, with an ordinary group of people, Jesus being ordinary himself, would feed them with ordinary barley loaves and fish. Jesus would cater to the rich and famous. Jesus would cater to the ordinary people. At the wedding feast of Cana, he changed the matter, water into wine. Not just ordinary wine, A-grade wine, A-double-plus wine. But now he is with ordinary people. He does not have white bread and sliced bread and peanut butter to put on the bread, just ordinary barley loaves, which carpenters and fishermen would eat. There were no knives to cut it. They would just break it up, put the fish inside, and eat it. 
This is the way Jesus dealt with ordinary people because he was comfortable with both groups. And it's a challenge to you and to me as well, that we meet people and we are called to serve, and we meet them where they are, and we take what we have and share it with them. And when there is food and we share it, there will always be something left over. Twelve baskets full, running over and in plenty. God is never stingy in God's graces to us. God bless you all. Let us pray for our church that we may reach out to the poor, to the hungry, to the rich, and to the famous in the same way Jesus reached out with love and compassion. We pray to the Lord. Lord, Let us pray for our Holy Father, Pope Francis, and for us leaders within our church and in our civil society, that they may continue to feed the hungry and to care for the marginalized. We pray to the Lord. Lord, We pray for our sponsors and for their intentions and for their generosity. We pray to the Lord. Lord, For all those in our daily televised mass community who have asked to be included in our prayer intention book, especially those facing changes in their lives and those who journey with them, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Loving God, we bring all these prayers to you, knowing that you will answer them in Christ our Lord. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Bless be God. Through the mystery of this wine and water, may we share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become for us our spiritual drink. Lord God, be pleased to accept these gifts that we offer to you with humble and with contrite hearts. Pray, my sisters, my brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept this sacrifice at your hands, the praise, the glory of his name, for our good and good all of his holy church. Accept in compassion, O Lord, the offerings of your family, (coughs) that under your protective care they may never lose what they have received, but attain the gifts that are eternal. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, at all times to acclaim you, O Lord, but in this time above all, to lord you 
more gloriously when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. Through him the children of light rise to eternal life, and the halls of the heavenly kingdom are thrown open to the faithful, for his death is our ransom from death. His rising to life is the, has, and in his rising life to all people. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exults in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic host sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice. And once more giving thanks, he gave, the, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. <coughs> for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope, Thomas our Bishop, bishops across Canada, and this entire people of God. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, 
we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, with him, and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we now dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. And wherever you are, share a sign of peace with those around you. <clears throat> Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body and blood of Christ bring us all to everlasting life. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you. Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. Keep safe, O Lord, those whom you have saved by your kindness, 
that redeemed by the passion of your Son, we may rejoice in his resurrection, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in the peace of Christ. Alleluia. Alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia. Alleluia. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass.